The Matthew Dark Show is sponsored by Roots Medical, rootsmedical.net. That's Roots Medical, getting to the root of your healthcare concern. And coloradomedicalfreedom.com. That's coloradomedicalfreedom.com. Welcome to the Matthew Dark Show, where hypocrisy meets accountability. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. Your one-stop show for truth, courage, fellowship, and faith. As Ronald Reagan said, if we lose freedom here, there is no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. The bravest show on radio. I just want to do God's will. Sit back and enjoy. My goodness, if you're a Democrat voter, holy cow, are you looking for a refund? Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Now here's your host. Take it away, Matthew. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back in the Matthew Dark Show, wherever, however you are joining us. It is so good to be with you. Now, of course, we're going to have guest Dr. Michael Gaeta joining us, and we thank you. A little, uh, old little delay getting off the ground there, but we're all good. Let me just look at a couple of things here. I want to talk COVID part two with him. That's number one. I want to thank show sponsors, and of course, a great show, absolutely fantastic show, with the wonderful, and he's just joining us now, so we'll bring him on in a moment. <coughs> Excuse me. Seth Dillon, CEO of BabylonB.com. Hit the replay, subscribing everywhere you get your shows, and it's right there for you. So uh, enjoy that before we move too along. Doctor, thank you for your patience getting us off the ground here. Welcome back. How are you, sir? Great to see you, Matthew, and I have my official Matthew Dark tie on. I love it. That's a signature for your appearances, and I love that, so it I is. thank you for My that. My kids gave it to me. Um, now, update us. Anything fun, special, nice, new since the last time we spoke? Anything that comes into your heart needs to be told to the listener? If not, I have a tremendous list of things to go through with you, Doctor. <laughs> oh, no, the, uh, the life is good. Uh, moved my son into college and uh, really seeing more and more people wake up to the fact that the Amen. real battle lines are between the establishment and the people and yes. people are rising up and it's a good thing oh that feels good it's refreshing and uh i went to a, a dennis prager thing uh, last night i want to talk, I'll talk about that oh, at some point either because it's just there's some things like we see eye to eye on everything but but now so it's fascinating so of course our guest dr michael gata boulder colorado michaelgata.com connect with them all your functional health care uh teaching acupuncture chinese medicine everything you need to do there that's in boulder colorado so sort of in the center of the fight and of course thanking luke the producer getting us off the ground here this morning um i think we get right after it right away here feels like covid part two is imminent it feels like it's being ready to roll out in some capacities it feels like it's the same old stuff hey everybody just so you know that seasonal covid here what do you expect i mean what are you most looking forward to as an area to say nope now remember that didn't work last time how can you tell me to do it again what's your thoughts there Anything that, uh, and you're absolutely right, uh, Matthew. Uh, they're, they're rolling, they're rolling out COVID to the scariant, um, trying to scare people <laughs> like into compliance um, in Europe, in the U.S., in schools, in colleges. Uh, they're they're ramping up the uh, the media hysteria. Um, the, the thing to be aware of is anything that deviates from your normal life. Say no. Uh, we now have this is nobody's opinion. Uh, the, the published data confirms that every so-called COVID containment measure 
did far more harm than good. This is nobody's opinion. We have published research out of Johns Hopkins and other uh, other institutions around the world. The masks, the vax, the so the experimental injections, the mm -hmm. social distancing, closing schools and businesses—all of this did more harm than good, without exception. If if the, if COVID was a baseball game, the health departments and government and media would have a batting average of zero. Uh, they literally failed at everything. And so th there's no basis for any of this, any of these measures. And I almost I feel like, it's doctor, it's not just batting zero. It's batting zero and three. And it's they negative, swung right? in a miss on all three pitches, you know, mm -hmm. were close. I mean, because when you think about it, they were not close on the vaccines. And I want to separate. No. It's very important that the person and I think this is going to be an interesting because when, like I said, we had Seth Dillon on the show yesterday. Yeah. And one of the ideas, the concept of <clears throat> the person that fell for 83 percent of the people fell for it. And, I, and when I say fell for it, it's not. I've fallen for scams in my life, too. So it's not a sure. judgment, but they sold you on something that was not accurate to their marketing, that it was safe right. and effective, protect you from COVID. 83% of the population did it the first time around. And now our take is maybe, I don't know, 10, 15% really on the high and side. Most. Okay. Yeah, What's going to be to get them to do it a second time around with knowing what we know, knowing that people have reversed their interest in the yeah. COVID shots? It, I'm suggesting they're going to have to use much more force and true, uh, you know, freezing of certain individuals until they comply, because fear, the element of fear, that's gone, yeah. long gone. Yeah. 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 The only thing. Uh, so you're going to have the estimate is about 30 percent of the population will do anything they're told by anyone in authority because their values are not freedom. Their values are compliance and conformity and not standing out. Right. And, you know, it's kind of the, the ethos of a lot of folks where I live here in Boulder. Um, and, you know, you still see people walking around with masks um, to this day. I mean, they'll be buried in the casket, in the grave with two in masks on a face shield, <laughs> you know, just just because, you know, uh, and that's just the mentality. You know, so you're always going to have some people who will blindly follow anything they're told, regardless of how absurd. Now, the difference is that recycling the the scariant strategy is is going to have very limited benefit even in that group it'll be a little less yeah. and in the vast majority of the population so the only way they get this the type of compliance they got last time is with the whatever they might possibly maybe possibly release next so it's going to have to be something new and worse and Walensky, Fauci, um, Gates, all of them have said it's just a matter of time before there's a new and worse pen. Correct. We might have froze up a little bit, but I'll get us caught right back up because it is our guest, Dr. Michael Gaeta. Of course, this is the Gaeta Functional Institute, Boulder, Colorado. And that might have been me flipping it over to the Ethernet. It very well could have. So we'll get him reconnected. No problem. Um, but the idea being, folks, is that with the first time was it was just like such an impulsive decision to try a vaccine. And, and this time around, it simply um, I'm going to just do this here. There we go. And this time around, it has to be a different technique. And it just simply is going to end up being more of a fear-based element of 
uh, force, meaning the fear is not in the virus. The fear is in the consequences of anything you may do here. And that's why we, in fact, have to be even more authoritative in our no. The answer is 100 percent no. So we'll get him right back. Of course, our guest is Dr. Michael Gata, and he is uh, in Boulder, Gata, uh, Boulder, Colorado, the Gata Institute. Um, I'm just going to tell him, call right back in. There we go. Here he is. And I will give full apologies to Doc Gata. Here he comes. Okay, so COVID part two, the sequel, it feels like it's upon us. And we'll, we'll kind of re- bring this back up into speed because what's then the mechanism? If it's not going to work, are they just going to say, and hey, doctor, so sorry about that. We've got you back perfectly. I think we had a little switching over uh, oh, no on an Internet thing. But anyways, sure. we're speaking about this element of the scare tactic associated with the next rollout of COVID. Yes. If you don't scare people and they don't do anything, okay, now what? What's part plan B there when they don't react to fear. It'll take something new and bigger and scarier and worse to nudge the compliance into the total compliance direction. Uh, The other factor, uh, as you know, and I know you speak about this on the show, is if they succeed with the central bank digital currencies, they'll just turn off your access to your own money. Yes. Uh, And so if you, you know, your social credit score will include your injection or vaccine status. Um, So that that's sort of, you know, more endgame stuff, because if that gets widely implemented and the test country is Australia, they've rolled it out in Australia. They've closed sixteen hundred. I'm sorry, six thousand bank branches. Uh, We have uh, banking in Australia has been consolidated primarily into four huge banks. Wow. uh, And they are starting to just close teller transactions and and discourage cash. Uh, And so Australia is the test balloon for the draconian COVID measures uh, to see how much people would comply. A lot of Australians just became very compliant. Um, and kind of contrary to their reputation as the, you know, rebellious, uh, you know, right. kind of folks, you know. <laughs> but anyway, um, so they, they, they trialed a lot of draconian COVID measures in Australia. They're, they're trialing central bank digital currency in Australia. Uh, and I think, you know, that's, that's sort of the test balloon as COVID was globally to see how much compliance they could get as the masks were globally to see how much you know, injection, experimental injection uptake they could get. So, you know, uh, it's uh, they're they're going to push hard. And thankfully, you know, people are waking up that uh, the government is never, ever to be trusted. Well, they're just not they're just not their intentions, their qualifications, their training. We can do better than that in the private sector. And that's why when it's something like your health, yeah, that's, that's a one on one thing. Uh, Doc, you got to know everything about me before you can really guide me. They make yeah. at the health department these just blanket one size fits all cookie cutter sure. medicine. And that's just not practical for anybody's health care, especially when you have stuff yeah. that literally just came out of the microwave uh, as, a, as a covid shot. And now people are yeah. going to be asked to do it again. And I just yeah. I think it's an interesting moment in time in which when you compl- because most of the people I talk to, they regret or stop doing it after one or two shots. So that yes. person is not a customer. Guys yes. like you and I who said no the first time, we're no lo- we're not a customer this yeah. go around either. They've got to go mm-hmm. back to that same pile of folks, stockpile of yeah. folks that said, yeah, I'll do the seven. They're going to get them. 
But then after that, I just I think it's going to be a fascinating social study as, okay, what mechanisms? Because if you look at Canada, they had no problem freezing assets. They had no problem stomping their own citizens. And that was unprecedented. and we're doing unprecedented things. Our guest is Dr. Michael Gaeta, the Gaeta Institute in Boulder, Colorado. So good to have him. I kind of want to segue that in because I do think, depending on who's in the White House, dep- yes. matters tremendously on the COVID response. We have For seen sure. what liberals want to do. The yeah. Trump indictments are designed to keep Donald Trump off the campaign trail, even if he was found not guilty on all, they've set it up to where he's going to be in court for at least the first half of next year, if not longer. Just Mm -hmm. one of these essentially puts him in jail for his natural life because he is old. These are all 20 years and plus. Technically, they're looking for like 600 years on Donald Trump. And don't forget, he's got the four indictments plus uh, the Remember, he was found guilty of the he wasn't found guilty of rape, but he was found guilty of like defamation against the woman that he, she says yeah. raped him. So he's had significant charges against him just this year. I mean, like yeah. five or six different cases. It's it's really For breathtaking, sure. overwhelming. Um, do you think the Democrats care at all how that looks, or is this power is Trump's all, so to speak? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a in in physiological terms, this is a, a very violent immune response. Uh, to a pathogen. Uh, And uh, and he is, you know, just like Bobby Kennedy, he's an anti-establishment guy. And so there's a violent response against him. Uh, And now we've just seen as of yesterday, I think, uh, Trump 2.0, where finally uh, he came out with a video on True Social, I believe, uh, where he he told people do not comply with any of the new COVID measures, which was remarkable. Yes. He said, do not put on a mask, do not get the injection, uh, do not social distance, don't close your business, You know, keep, don't keep your kids home from school, do not comply, which is a, a dramatic reversal from, at least on the injection side, he kind of clung to that for a while. Right. But yeah, every time they attack him, uh, he gets stronger. And so that's yeah. why Tucker is, you know, been frequently voicing his concerns about assassination, which is really the only way they can stop him. I'm like, he will be the next president. There's statistically no chance that Biden wins uh, or any other contender. If they put up Newsom, he'll lose. There's nobody they can put up that has any credibility. Um, like they, he, like he's, he's the next president if he's alive. Uh, yes. And that's, you know, it's, it's a horrible thing to say. Uh, but, you know, like, like the, the, the polls are r- ridiculous. I mean, he's beating Biden four to nine points, at least two points or one point. Um, and even in the, you know, in some at least parity, he's never done this well against Biden in any of the polls. Um, so and he always beats the polling. So he's the next president if he's alive. I think that's how this goes. And so he just has to be alive. Uh, and and he is finally, you know, he was defending the vaccines, even on the campaign trail a few months ago, uh, saying, you know, you still have your choice and all of this because it was his project. And it's hard for him to let that go. But he has. And so now we have Trump 2.0 saying do not comply. So, yeah, clearly the Democrats, you know, uh, uh, and again, I'm not talking about Democrat people citizens i'm talking about the party uh which has they're they're, they're quite separate yes um uh, they only care about power uh and they really seem to stop at nothing but honestly according to the constitution he can be in jail 
be on the ballot, be elected, and be a functioning active president. (laughs) There's nothing in the Constitution that prevents him from ruling the country from jail. I mean, that's that's awesome. Supreme Court will intervene uh, if if any of these ridiculous charges go anywhere. Uh, But they're finally, you know, boning up with some. You know, legal challenges to these ridiculous indictments, they don't have an effect on him. Everything they've thrown on him has failed uh, because he has, you know, proven himself to be not only a good president, um, but, you know, a man of the people and not just the elites. Yeah, I think you're dead on about that. And we said on this show months ago that if it wasn't such a, a planned assassination of Trump right now would be too obvious in this moment. It would be too scrutinized, too heavily seen, and it would be a tipping. I don't think they could risk an assassination at this very moment, but I can guarantee you that is on the table for Donald Trump if the court stuff doesn't work, if the illegal voting doesn't work. They are. This is to think that something is beyond Democrat leadership is really far fetched. I mean, these people really yep. don't have an edge. They won't um, stop it. And so if we have to kill him for the because remember now when you think about this stuff, if you look at the root of some of these type of people that, you know, for the greater good of society, we killed Donald Trump. It was for the greater good of society that you took an experimental vaccine. It was for the greater good of society that we reduced the population in the name of climate change. So do not think for a second any of this is above these people making this decision. And yes, there is a different part because the average Democrat mom and dad has not kept scale, kept pace with this really violent, really aggressive, really far-reaching uh, Democrat strategy, which is take everything, get them to comply with everything, and just see how far we can stretch the average citizen. So our guest is Dr. Michael Gaeta. He is joining us here, and it's so good to always have him cruising around so many of these topics of the day. They do not care how it looks. Now, I do. I want to talk to I went to this thing, uh, listen to Dennis Prager yesterday. Oh, yeah. He kind of gave Dennis an intimate sort of a cigar talk and, and back there. Oh, there's some ish. There's some there's there's certain topics out there today that based on your answer tells me everything I need to know about you. And I don't mean to say that as a supernatural power, but for example, it's really hard to me if you believe in LGBTQ, I know then I have a gateway into very certain other ideologies that you're going to support. And that person mm. is almost coupled always with climate change and Black Lives Matter For sure. and these kind of pro-choice, uh, you know, women activists. They're always yeah. sort of it, it's very odd to get a pro-life LGBTQ person. It's very odd to get a, 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 a anti-climate change person, but they're hardcore on yeah. Black Lives Matter. Anyways, the point being is that when there's conflict, it just doesn't. Dennis Prager was of the opinion hmm. that we should be sending money to the Ukraine, that the U.S. has a moral, yeah. even if it's not a, even if it's not for an immediate U.S. interest need, yeah, because the U.S. is so blessed, we have a moral obligation and said the yeah. same thing in Korea and all these things is what yeah. was our, we did it because we could. We we're so many. Yeah, that's wrong thinking. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't I, go there, but it's on the yeah. table on somebody who's on our side of the fight. I don't know what's your sure. thoughts there, because Ukraine is a divisive yeah. political issue and voter yeah. issue. We think yeah. American issues come first. What do you say? Yeah, for sure. And I love Dennis Prager. I've been listening to him for many years. Um you know, he uh, he helped, um, you know, uh, PragerU really has helped uh, 
my son, you know, get his head on straight. Uh, and, uh, for example, and uh, I love Dennis and I don't agree with him on, on everything. And that's okay. You know, we don't all have to agree on everything. Uh, but Dennis is hardwired and I mean hardwired since he was a child to, to, um, steadfastly oppose all bullies. Mm. And that's just, this is not ideology. It's not politics. It's, it's how he's wired. He's, he's a fighter. And if he sees a bully, he will oppose that bully no matter what, yeah. even if it contradicts, you know, facts and logic and all that. So if he he sees Putin as a bully, many people do, and I understand that. Um, but but but, but that's a that's a fallacy in some. I know. Way. I'm just saying. It, and he, and he, so it's like, yes, this is why Dennis will want to fund Ukraine. He sees Putin as a bully. Mm. All other facts don't really matter. <sighs> So, yeah. So that just goes to show we're imperfect human beings and that's wrong thinking. And there you have it, because it's not correct to sacrifice the future of your own children, grandchildren, or to step over those. Because here was his argument. They said, well, we can't close our border, but we're defending Ukraine's border. And he couldn't see the connection. He couldn't see why those resources. And and I'm of the opinion when it comes to U.S. foreign aid, we want to help out as much as possible, provided our own general houses in order not perfect not great i know we're still going to have areas where people just choose to live outside the laws that's going to always be going on but for the most part you don't just walk into our country you go through a process and in some cases it could take a couple of years but that's how we deal with our border and we're willing to defend it like north korea defends the dmz you know we don't want it to get there but it's really having a negative effect on our home and so we can't take our eye off the ball so we he was all in favor of the the yeah. sending of tanks, the planes, and instigating yeah. war. But this concept yeah. that the U.S. can be involved in every foreign conflict yeah, he, is he just is, dangerous. Yeah, he is in favor of the U.S. as the world's policeman concept. Yeah. He's spoken about that many times. He says, you know, your neighborhood needs a policeman, so does the world, and it's us. Uh, and, you know, it's... Uh, it's blinded him because he's, you know, he's a, he's a, a scholar of Russian history. Yeah, right. Russian himself. Uh, and, uh, you know, if, if he thought about it, I think a little. I mean, again, it, it's not going to happen. He sees Putin as a bully. He always opposes bullies. All other facts are irrelevant. But, you know, pushing towards World War Three, sacrificing hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians who are dead uh, in a proxy mm-hmm. war with Russia with no end date. Nope. Uh, and, and it's not a war we can win. We cannot beat Russia, period. Right. The only way you beat Russia is if every NATO country is militarily involved. As soon as that happens, then you've got a much bigger dog in the fight, which potentially is China. And then then the world is over because right. then and the other thing is, if, if the other NATO countries don't engage because they're really mostly not to some extent. Um, we are we're we're, we're losing. I mean, we because it's our, our our war with Russia. Yeah, um, this is a neocon, you know, neo Marxist, um, you know, rhino, you know, Democrat initiative. Right. Yes. So I'm saying it's not Democrat Republican. It's establishment versus the people because there's a lot of rhinos. Absolutely. Establishment. OK. Uh, and then you have the, the military intelligence apparatus, which is basically independent of party. They're there no matter who's in power. Uh, so that's the deep state ang- angle. Uh, but, you know, we you cannot beat Russia. 
period, mm -hmm. in any conventional war. And then as what's been happening, we keep losing. Uh, Ukrainians are getting slaughtered. Yes. Uh, there's very few of them left even to fight. Um, when they surrender, the Russians are treating them really well. Um, and so they're like, what the hell am I doing this for? Uh, right. so, so now we've escalated to cluster bombs. That's a desperation move. Yep. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, a weapon we condemned the use of when Russia was thinking about using it. We condemned them for it. And now we're you know, that yes. that's a sign of desperation. Yes. Uh, they've exhausted our weakened military. And then it's like and the only way we win is tactical nuclear. Right. And then that that's a very slippery slope yes. to strategic nuclear, which is the big stuff. So, you know, th these are just, you know, and, and you know, I'm just my opinion. Dennis should know better. Yes. Uh, but uh, but he's not thinking right. because he sees a bully. As soon as yeah. he sees a bully, he's done this in scrambles. He was in the principal's office like countless times for beating up bullies. He was big. He was six, right. four in high school. Uh, or over six feet tall in high school. He was a big kid. That's why yeah. he was on the basketball team, even though he was terrible. Uh, <laughs> but if he sees a bully, he will go and beat them up, uh, regardless, like, you know, anything. So, you know, that's why he's not thinking clearly right. on this. Yeah. And he won't. You yeah. know, and I love Dennis. I mean, he's one of my favorite people. I have endless gratitude for him. But he, I think he's just he's in his hardwired mentality more than looking at facts. Yeah, and I, and that happens. Some people it just you know what it it personally impacted me so much I can't see it. You know, and sometimes it's hard. Like I think with children, you just can't maybe sometimes see it. Uh, no, because it's, you're you, blinded. You need other, yeah, you are. You're so blinded yeah. there, and, and certainly in this case. But to suggest that you know the U.S. is in a capacity, it, it's just such strange thinking to me yeah. that here we have Ukraine, who wasn't even a country until like '91, and now we're going to invest at a really critical moment in america because i want to kind of move into the economy we touched it touched about it a little bit and, and last thing on you know, yeah. last thing on ukraine matthew is you know it takes courage to acknowledge the u.s's role in creating the ukraine situation right we have yes. created the ukraine situation yeah. by violating our treaties with russia mm -hmm. you know when the when the wall came down we had east and west germany russia gave up east germany with the clear understanding and, and the and the word was not an inch east of germany we've gone a thousand miles that. so we have provoked this uh kamala harris provoked this when she said publicly ukraine should be part of nato that you know that's you know that, that would be like you know russian troops on the mexican border Yep. We wouldn't tolerate that. We didn't tolerate in the Cuban Missile Crisis right. when we had a real president. Right. Uh, we wouldn't. We didn't tolerate that then. Um, and we're, you know, so you know, we created this situation. Period. Russia doesn't want to take over Europe. No. Nope. Russia doesn't want to do anything. They want. They want the people who identify as Russian in Eastern Ukraine back. Yeah. They. Those people want to be part of Russia, and and you know, Trump said this will be over in a day, and that's how he'll do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, again, this never would have happened if he was in office. But, you know, you sacrifice uh, a little bit of territory and you save, you know, hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians. So, yes. you know, we created this situation. Uh, Ukraine and Russia were at the peace table, had a tentative agreement. And then the U.S. sends Boris Yeltsin in to torpedo the deal and say, you can't have peace. Like there are four instances where there were peace talks with Ukraine and Russia that the U.S. torpedoed every single time. 
So the State Department and the current Marxist administration has prevented yes. peace and instigated war. Yes. So we can't, you know, pretend that we're we're just this, you know, blameless entity that's just standing up for the little guy. No. That's that's BS. Like yeah. we created this situation and we can end it tomorrow. I would encourage people to listen to Victor Orban's interview with Tucker Carlson that just dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, over 100 million people have watched this in a day or two. Um, and he tells you exactly. And he says what I'm saying. You cannot beat Russia, period. Right. They know how to they know the long fight and they are they are not they're not. You can't beat them, right. period. This is an unwinnable war. And there's absolutely no United States incentive. What do we win if Ukraine keeps Crimea? Nothing. Nothing changes here, but yet we've spent hundreds upon hundreds of billions of dollars. And that's mm-hmm. kind of why I want to look at. So when you have fixed amount of resources. And I know our government feels like they don't. They can just spend limitlessly and borrow limitlessly. Yeah, they, they feel like they're not confined to the normal rules of supply. But let's say you do have finite number of resources and you've got, this yeah. is what you've done since this administration. Day one got rid of Keystone Pipeline. Done. And it made an immediate yeah. attack and caused an immediate surge in fuel prices and energy prices yeah. and set the tone for the next two and a half years to where we are now which we are coming after. And we are going to sign every piece of legislation is going to be packed full of green energy initiatives, right? We set that tone. But inflation has become a major problem in America. Inflation hurts our poor people more than any group. We printed a millennia worth of cash. Oh, my God. And it's almost like the kind of stuff you can't it's it. You could never touch this level of debt. It doesn't even matter what changes you make. No. So the alternative, no. let's just keep spending it. Let's keep going crazy. And the alternative is we have really suffering communities. So I think we look at the border and we look at our house. I believe we have a housing crisis kind of coupled <laughs> with a homeless crisis in America, because economically, this is what I see. Very yeah. expensive society to live in housing, food, energy. That's just not going anywhere as a problem. A labor market that's not keeping up the wage the wages would have to you'd be getting a raise every other month to keep up with biden's inflation bidenomics how what an insulting term am i wrong on bidenomics i mean yeah it's not a compliment no and it's like well this is struggling mom had to pick up extra shifts because of bidenomics is that what you were hoping for i mean these are the kind of things like jesus is really cute cruel to the average joe blow you know so i think the answer is easy is, is i'm all for helping ukraine just as soon as you cure the homeless and housing crisis that we have here in America. How do you yeah. how, how does the average young person who's just graduated college, how do they buy a home in this country? How? Yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a huge issue. Uh, and, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to parents, ideally yeah. uh, becoming financially literate and teaching their kids, you know, about money you know, uh, and teaching them to work hard and to make their own way and to be financially savvy and delay gratification, um, you know, regular, you know, teach them about regular savings and investing, mm-hmm. uh, have a side hustle, you know, whatever you need to do. There's never actually been a, a time to generate wealth now than there's ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but it does take initiative. It takes creativity. It takes hard work. 
Um, there's no shortage of money, and unfortunately, you need more of it to live in, you know, a a, uh, a Biden economy. Yeah, you know, where yeah. they've they, they you know the, the national debt is close to thirty two trillion dollars. Uh, so it, the 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 repayable limit was nineteen. So we, we it actually can't be repaid under conventional models unless there's enormous generation of wealth and a reduction in taxes but um so you know it's it's going to take thinking outside the box you know kind of the old you know 40 40 40 you know uh work for 40 years or 40 hours a week uh that that kind of mentality you know it's just not sufficient you know people you know so that if people are willing to be creative about starting a business learning to save learning to invest learning to you know do the things that are outside the box all of that stuff is needed now because you need a lot more as you said um you know the uh, to to survive uh so uh that's just where we're at yeah. and you know uh that there's always you know where there's a will there's a way um and and so it just takes you know not following mainstream narratives uh and uh of you know go to college get a job that's fine, but you know, folks have to go a little beyond that to, to get by today. What is going on in Maui? I've not. I mean, you know, the conspiracy <laughs> theories came flying right out. Yeah, what is going yeah. on there? Is it nefarious? Is it just incompetence? Yeah, it, is it, it delusion? The, the what is going on? The optics aren't good, Matthew. It's a great question. The optics are not good. <laughs> um, the, this is a very traditional culture. Uh, traditional Hawaiian culture that's resisted establishment encroachment. Uh, they like their traditional Hawaiian way of life and spirituality, um, you know, the, and they've resisted attempts to be bought by, you know, commercial, you know, larger commercial interests and such. And, you know, there's just some crazy stuff that just does not add up. You know, there's video evidence of some type of crazy stuff coming down from the sky. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I mean, it's just it looks and smells just really weird. Uh, bar- you know, police barricading people and preventing them from going out of the burn area. Uh, and they, they died in their cars. They burned. They were burned alive, cooked Jeez. alive in their cars, except the few that ignored the barricades, drove around the barricades and kept going. Wow. So, you know, and no, no notice, no warning, no early warning. No. I mean, it was just I mean, you can look at the usual you know, Democrat state incompetence, right? Okay, so that's fine. But th- there's just so much gone beyond that. Uh, I I don't have the answer, but it doesn't look good. I mean, it's just the whole directed energy weapon, get these people out so we can t- take over the area. Um, and I don't know. I, I don't know all the details, but it, it just, it, it smells bad. Let's just put it that yeah, way. Yeah, I agree. And, and just so folks know, narrative. the... The sheriff uh, in Maui, who's the lead on this, was also the sheriff for the Las Vegas massacre, the 58 dead sniper. Most people don't know that. What are the odds that he's involved in both of these? And I'm not saying there's a connection that could be the coincidence, but that is absolutely insane to me. The the most lethal fire of time of all time and the greatest mass murder of all time. And it's the same sheriff in different states. What? Uh, So that is breathtaking. I want to talk to about this. This is where I see. Okay, this is where I have a problem coming up. So RFK 
Now, yeah. there, and I will maybe get this clip, and we'll put this maybe in on the uh, production on the the after sure. uh, show. He was in 2016, 2015, supporting yes. Hillary Clinton. He's on. He does an interview, and he says, "I sure. think Hillary will make a great president." And and so yeah. I don't know if he was just not in, awoke, uh, enlightened at his t- at that time, but you yeah. know that's a judgment. Because Hillary was a monster back in 2015. Sure. She was bleach bidding. Always has been. Always has been. Uh, but she was, was running against Trump. Right. But, you know, he, he was willing to, I guess, lay the hands of the country uh, at her feet yeah. because he should have. I guess what I'm talking about is his judgment there. And why, yeah. I, say, why I start with that is you're starting to see because if he wasn't anti-vax i'd have no interest in him at all right because his <laughs> other policies they're just not strong enough for me they don't go there um spiritually they don't go there with pro-life they don't go there with uh, rejecting democrats but set it aside 15 minute cities do you think most people are aware of what a 15 minute city is and kind of its no. uh, attempt they have to, no idea and they need to because they're I starting so. to roll these out i saw a map even in Florida that is that is perceived as this free beacon of you can you can do anything you want in Florida because we've got Ron DeSantis and they rejected the mass whatever Uh, speak on to that 15 minute city is really an incredible infringement on a a human being's freedom yeah so just to your first point on Bobby and Hillary uh, there's a couple of factors I guess what I'll say is would he go for something like that because he is a climate change enthusiast we elect him because he's a a pro or an anti-vax and get rid of this kind of big pharma but yeah would he be okay with a 15-minute city yeah I I, I'm pretty I I don't know his opinion on these uh, 15-minute cities what I can say is the demographic shift in America is out of cities into the rural areas right because they're so poorly run right as, as i said before there are no blue states right there are only blue cities yes that are the predominant population centers right yes but geographically 80 percent of the country and that includes california by the way if you look at the district yeah. maps and new york uh, yeah yeah california is a red state yes uh with these <laughs> ridiculously blue as they get cities that are for yes. sale yeah. Um, but anyway, um, yep. so, you know, Bobby, number one, uh, was not, I believe, as aware of the evils of his own party and the deep state collusion and part of that. And, uh, you know, this is seven years ago. So I don't think he knew how bad it was in his own party. Number two, his family basically created the party uh, right. as it was for decades. And there's a loyalty there. Like, this is my party. Number three, he hated Donald Trump. Uh, now I think he realizes they're on the same page about a lot more things than right. than not, um, uh, and so it, you know there was that whole never Trumper mentality, right? You know the kind of Trump derangement syndrome that so many people <laughs> yes. have, um, and, and so I think for all those reasons he couldn't possibly do anything else. Yeah, it was his party, and it wasn't Trump, and I don't think he realized how bad. Uh, his party embodied the deep state, the establishment against the people. So I think that's why he those are the many reasons why it kind of makes sense seven years ago. Now, today, you know, I, I, I think it's why so many people are pushing for an RFK Trump ticket. Mm-hmm. A, they're going to not give him the nomination. The Democrats will rig the DNC will rig another 
nomination. Uh, and, you know, because they're so populist, they're anti-establishment populist. And yes, they differ on a bunch of things. Um, but, uh, you know, you also have to acknowledge Bobby would be much more sophisticated in his understanding of dismantling some of the um, uh, some of the three letter agencies. Yeah. Like he, he would go out, he would know how to go after FDA, CDC, CIA, FBI, Fair. all of this in a very sophisticated way because he understands them. Um, you know, so, you know, sure, would that be a, a dream ticket? It would be amazing. Uh, and I do believe, I still maintain, Biden will not be the Democrat nominee. Bobby won't be the Democrat nominee. He'll run as an independent. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the Hail Mary would be he's vice for Trump, which would be a huge stretch for him to abandon his own party. But uh, I, I my prediction is non-Biden, RFK, independent and Trump. See, and, it, and I love you just put that out there for us, because, see, this is what we're asking so many parents to go and do is I have voted Democrat for 30 years. What do you mean? Yep. Switch parties. Here's yep. what I mean is that they no longer represent a single thing that no. you value and hold dear. So we're asking sure. you to do that. Today. And so he, he could make an enormous moment in history. Mm-hmm. By stating and declaring, hey, you know what? I'm an independent, whatever. I'm not a Republican. I don't know. I, I'm just pro-America, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not a Democrat anymore. Why? For the exact reasons I just spelled out. That would have such an epic proportions across this yeah. nation. Say, so, you know what? Okay, yeah, you're right. If you change, you know, if you're, yeah. I think of it like a football team. You know, if your yeah. football team moves from Seattle to Florida, Okay, I know you love your team, but they're they're nothing like you anymore. You're never going to see them in person again. I mean, they moved so far away from where you are. And so I just I think it would be an amazing moment because he is the topics he speaks to are are much more pro-American than the the Democrat direction we're going. We're going for squashing those sort of things. And and as of last week, 35 percent of New Hampshire if the election was today would vote Bobby. Wow. That's a huge share, which makes 35 percent. That's a super. I mean, yeah. So it's it, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I think the way he gets into the White House is as Trump's vice president, um, uh, or at running as an independent, just because his party is so corrupt. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Our guest, Dr. Michael Gaeta. We've probably got about five minutes here left sure, uh, sure. talking about this stuff. Um, can and I, I think I feel like I know the answer, but I always put it out there because it's it's such an important thing to know about as an American. Uh, can a Republican ever win another election with mail-in votes? Is it, even possi- uh, is it possible? That's what I'm asking. Because, yeah. because it is, it's like how sad. Uh, like the, the yeah. most important thing that we're doing in America is electing people that we're going to defend the Constitution, preserve that pursuit of happiness yeah. right here. And, and now, because my opinion is this, the greatest threat to America right now, Democrat or Republican, is fake fraudulent elections that's the greatest sure. threat because now you're under yeah. the guise that your voice is being heard and you're you're, you're yeah. not it's a rig i mean give me a it, it's like playing slot machines all these years and finding out oh my god the machines are fixed i was never going to win anyways i wish i had it all back <laughs> i mean we're kind of to that point now can republicans yeah. win an election in america with mail-in votes because see i'm of the opinion a democrat could never win another election in any state without the use of mail-in votes am i wrong mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a it's a huge problem. The short answer is I'm not sure because no. I can see it two ways. They've rigged a number of elections already with these you know crates of mail-in ballots, you know, stuffing the you know the, the whole mule thing, the two thousand mules. Yep. Um, the pre-rigging of elections with their collusion with big tech. Um, 
you know, they'll stop at nothing to get power. So, um, you know, so on one side, you'll say, yes, every election is rigged if it, or, or not valid if there is universal, yes. not by request, right. mail-in balloting. Uh, and the other is, you know, and this is why Trump is talking about you know, using the same tricks, ballot harvesting and all of this, uh, trying to beat them at their own game. Well, we'll do ballot harvesting better and to to counter the the the, the uh, dirty tactics. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the short answer is I'm not sure I can see it both ways. What I do know is uh, if it's another rigged election, it's going to be difficult for people to swallow um and accept and go along you know uh with you know uh, another four more years of destroying the country i i i'm just uh i'm not sure the answer to that but i can see it both ways yeah well what they've said is it's 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 such an easy pickings for democrats because they can go to an apartment complex and get 100 sure. votes where a republican has to go out to a farm and drive mile per mile per mile <laughs> you know to collect them and so sure. it's set up in their favor right. which is why they want it want more of it and yeah. it's just a filthy you know prognosis to think that people that in wisconsin we had precincts turning in more votes than they had citizens we had yeah. all sorts of changes to the yeah. rules in the days before yeah if you can't it, look at look yourself in the mirror and say hey i think something funny went on in the 2020 election yeah then you're just not there at a place of true humility where it says like yeah gosh there's really bad things going on because yeah. they stole the will of the people the will of the people 75 yeah. million votes from donald trump have never been questioned but the 81 yeah. million that joe biden got get questioned every day i mean i haven't gone a day since the election saying, no, I do not believe and never will believe 81 million votes. It's preposterous, folks. We've got about it a is. minute left here with Dr. Gaeta. Uh, and I want to thank you again. And it's always good. And we're going to have him a continuously regularly. We buzzed by. We threw by. I appreciate everybody's patience here this morning. All the places, Doc, that places people can connect with you, follow you, support yeah. you, everything they need to know. Go ahead. Yeah, I have a clinical practice at michaelgata.com. I work with people here in the Boulder Clinic as well as on by phone and video at michaelgata.com. G-A-E-T-A is the last name. And we have an online school uh, where we have online courses and live events for the public and, and natural health professionals in natural health and health freedom. Uh, and uh, all of that is found at michaelgata.com. We have coming up. We have a practitioner retreat coming up September 8th to 12th here in Colorado. Uh, five days of training uh, and great food. And then we have our herbal school coming up September 22nd, 23rd. And that's going to be uh, a course for anybody who wants their two-day symposium online uh, for anybody who wants to learn more about using plants to help improve their health. And so uh, go, come get a consultation. Uh, we do free discovery calls for folks who are thinking about becoming a patient or uh, taking a course. And, Doc, I'll get all those links in the show notes so that people yep. can get signed up and going. I want to thank you. Great. God bless you, folks. Remember, until next time, serve God, help others, stay good. Goodbye. You got me down again. Stay connected with the show on Instagram at The Matthew Dark Show or send an email to TheMatthewDarkShow at gmail.com. Missed a show? Download any episode on Spotify. The Matthew Dark Show, live Wednesdays and Thursdays at 9 a.m. on KLZ 560 a.m.